Hi UCSC, it's spring quarter already. It's the last stretch folks, I can't believe it. Since we haven't had any in-person classes, mentally I still haven't even left summer break yet. But yes, spring quarter is here and class is in session. This is your student podcaster, Sharon. So for today's podcast, let's have another little dip into our Santa Cruz history lessons. Today's podcast is a follow-up to the Black History episode I made a while back. If you haven't checked that out, please do. It's a quick and fun way to just educate yourself a little bit more about the community you're a part of. I figured I would start by giving a shout out to Rena Howard. Rena Howard is the Interim Director of the African American Resource and Cultural Center here at UCSC. We were in communication and Rena led me to many of the resources that I used in creating this episode. So to start off our black history lesson, I decided a great place to start would be to look at some notable alumni. It's always super great to support your fellow banana slugs. Now, the City on a Hill Press did a great article on this entitled Alumni of Color Forgotten by Administration. I figured I would go over some of our very notable African-American alumni, although the article covers so many different alumni of color who are all worth learning about. From this article, I learned that Huey P. Newton is a UCSC alumnus. For those of you who may not know much about Huey P. Newton, he co-founded the Black Panther Party in 1966 along with Bobby Seale. He was an Oaks affiliate and earned his bachelor's degree in 1974. He then went on to earn his doctorate in 1980 in social philosophy. This was just nine years before he was assassinated in Oakland in 1989. It's important to know that the Black Panther Party was both a self-defense and self-empowerment organization, which means that they were heavily persecuted. During his leadership, the Black Panther Party founded over 60 programs for community support. The most well-known of these helped feed thousands of impoverished children a day called Free Breakfast for Children. But this was not all. Besides food banks, because Free Breakfast for Children was not the only food bank they set up, the Black Panther Party also helped create clothing banks and different services such as helping with legal advice, medical clinics, sickle cell anemia tests, busing for families of inmates, helping with housing, and so much more. Newton published an autobiography in 1973 entitled Revolutionary Suicide if you're interested in learning more. Next, author Gloria Jean Watkins, or more famously known as her pen name, Bell Hooks, got her doctorate in literature from UCSC in 1983. Hooks is well known for being an intersexual feminist who brought the idea of race into the identity of feminism. She has written around 30 books, her most famous work being Ain't I a Woman, Black Women and Feminism, and also has taught here at UCSC, but also at many other universities including San Francisco State, USC, and Yale. You could also look into reading her memoir, Bone Black, Memories of Girlhood, which was published in 1996. The book really shows how her past, her family, and the social structures that were in place at the time controlled her life. Her book, The Will to Change, Men, Masculinity, and Love, takes a look at how boys are negatively impacted by the patriarchy and toxic masculinity and so much more. 
Another amazing alumni is Tiffany Dina Lofton, who currently is the director of the National NAACP Youth and College Division. She was appointed by President Obama to serve on the White House Initiative on Educational Excellence for African Americans. Like I've said before, sadly we don't have time to mention every amazingly notable black alumni. Make sure to check out the article Alumni of Color Forgotten by Administration by Chloe Reynolds on the City on a Hill Press for more. Now, as I mentioned in my previous Black History episode, Oaks College was created after the Black Liberation Front demanded an all-black college. Oaks College was originally almost named Malcolm X College, which I think would have been super cool. Instead, they decided in Oaks College to name Shabazz Block after him and his wife Betty. It's actually really interesting because if you look through some of UCSC's digital archives and exhibits, you can find some posters, fundraising flyers, and more from 1969 talking about how the new UCSC College of Malcolm X would focus on minority studies and such. So eventually, College 7 was established in 1972 and later renamed Oaks after the philanthropist who helped donate heavily to build the college. And from there, Oaks was dedicated to ethnic studies and the studies of minority groups. Now, a more recent but very important event happened in 2017 when the African-slash-Black Student Alliance reclaimed Kerr Hall. To understand some background, the Rosa Parks African-American-themed house in Stevenson College was designed as a housing building really focused on African-American, Black, and Caribbean, sometimes you'll hear referred to as ABC, people's historic and present experiences. It's supposed to be a safe place for students with these identities. Despite this message, the African-slash-Black Student Alliance did not feel as if it was properly living up to its purpose that it was created to serve. So they held a protest and stayed at Kerr Hall until their demands were met. They reclaimed the Kerr Hall building for three days until the Chancellor agreed to meet their four demands on May 4, 2017. The four demands were that, one, Similar to EOP and international students' housing guarantees that all African, Black, and Caribbean identifying students get a four-year housing guarantee to live in the Rosa Parks African-American-themed house regardless of housing status and college affiliation. Two, that the beds be removed from the Rosa Parks African-American-themed house's lounge so that it can be a lounge once more as that was its original purpose. Three, that the university paints the entire exterior of the Rosa Park African-American-themed house pan-African colors, which are red, green, and black. These colors represent black liberation, diaspora, and the goals of the pan-American people. And lastly, four, that all incoming students starting the next school year, whether first years or transfers, have mandatory diversity training. Now, all of this history has led to something very important. Santa Cruz is now offering a Black Studies minor. This has been long overdue, especially with Santa Cruz's history of having Black Studies demanded, but the solution always seems to be compromised. 
The reclamation of Kerr Hall is credited as part of the reason that has really pushed the university to create this minor. This is the first year that this minor has been offered. As best described by the minor's homepage on the UCSC website, the Black Studies minor offers students grounding in the intellectual histories, political movements, cultural expressions, and critical theories of the Black diaspora all while engaging a range of methodologies from across disciplines. Attention to the significance of social justice is a hallmark of the minor. Supported by faculty expertise in Africa, the Caribbean, the Americans, Europe, and the Pacific, students can explore the globally multi-sided nature of black freedom struggles, both past and present, and examine blackness through a comparative lens. Okay, that's all I have for you today, Santa Cruz. I really hope you learned something interesting and maybe was just tempted to look into some books or some articles or maybe even some black studies classes. The weather is getting warmer, which means I am getting happier. This is Sharon signing off.